welcome to the Hygiene Profit Leaders Podcast, where we give you weekly tools and tips to teach you how to grow your hygiene department. We're your host, Rachel Paul and Vicki Collier. <laughs> wow, that's a great intro. <laughs> okay, I'm not a singer, but I was trying to change that up just a little bit, but it just didn't come out quite my right. Intro. Oh, was, thank you. Should. That was really good. Da, 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 da. Uh, don't worry, I will not be trying out for American Idol. Okay, me either. Soon. Me either. It's coming back on. Apparently. I did too. Pretty cool. Uh, so what's going on with you and the farm? Oh, we just had peacocks to hatch. We hatched two baby peacocks. What? My father-in-law bought eggs. He had, I think he got six and only, I guess the two that we have were viable. So he put them in his incubators and his hatchers and now we have baby peacocks. Oh, that's so cute. And I think he has more babies coming that real, like, like day old babies mm -hmm. coming. So, so that ought to be fun. They're, they look like little tiny wet Chickens, right with now, little chicks feet. with you huge feet. Yeah, bigger than bigger than tiny chicks, but they're cute. I can't wait to see them That's grow. Awesome. So I'll have to tell you more about them as we go. Yeah. So if you guys haven't ever listened to this before, you may or may <laughs> not know this, but Vicky lives on a farm, so we like to. Uh, from time to time, hear what's going on because there's right. always some interesting stories going yeah, on. Yeah, you never know what you're going to see out there. You're like Snow White, just there well, with all your animals. I, 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 should, I started to try to sing again, but that won't happen. So <laughs> never mind. We'll spare our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> so um, all right, well today we'll we'll just go ahead and jump into this. We're going to talk about how to convert an emergency patient into hygiene. Sure, I get asked this question I all know, the time. Yeah, it's like I a, agree. You hear it all the time, yeah. too. So this is really important, though. And I know a lot of offices are doing specials and promotions. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so they, they're they getting these patients in that just want the special. Or at least that's the perception. you know. Right. And I know it happens. It does happen. But I hear lots of, we keep getting these people in that we know aren't going to stay. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I have to admit, Rachel, that even as a hygienist, you kind of expected the emergency patients not to become... A lot of them have a history of only showing up when something's wrong. Right. You know, every three or four years, it, it, something starts to hurt. But I think that it has to be then our obligation. We've got that special got them in the door. Something interested them to, enough to come in. They have a need. So now it's our 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 job to convert them into 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 good patients, but also absolutely the hygiene department. Right. And I, you know, I think it really comes with every part of that visit. Yeah. You know, I know. There's a lot to be said about having that new patient experience sure. and really creating an experience for them that they're not expecting. Exactly, exactly. You've got to do something to kind of turn their heads, mm -hmm. you know. And and if they get exactly what they expect, that's not going to impress them either. You know, they right. expect to be treated kind of second class, um, which we all sometimes have a, you know, we're guilty of that sometimes. Right. We just assume that they're not going to want to pay for anything and right. that there's not much re reason to put any effort into them. But... Um, we've got, it, it's a matter of being intentional about this. It's not just hoping they show up. They found us, they showed up, they, you know, they're either they're going to keep coming or they're not. I think there's got to be some intention uh, in the things that you say and persuade that person to do and, and maybe even some education to get them to come back. I think so too. And one thing I always say is you need to assume that they're going sure. to be a patient of record. Right. Change that, change your mindset. Yeah. Because you know? if you're just yeah. thinking they're coming in here to, you know, fix their pain and, leave and you don't see them again for another you right. know, five, ten years, right. then that's going to come off that way. Sure, sure. But if you, are, if you assume that they're coming in, they're going to become a patient of record, then they're going to feel that. Right. right? And, and how can you make 
them or help them to understand that. I mean, I think that educating them kindly in in a way that they can un, that, that we're talking like they're like they're slow, they're not slow, <laughs> but in a way that relates to them right. as to why it's important to come back because. My thoughts are if you've got someone who's gotten into this situation, it's happened for some reason. Right. Either either they truly cannot afford dental care, mm -hmm. you know, for whatever reason, or they don't have any, um, it's not valuable to them. And they haven't grown up with dental care, so they mm -hmm. don't recognize. There are people all the time, I had patients who would come in for the first time at 40, Mm -hmm. You know, and, and I thought, well, where have you been all this yeah, time? Like, what yeah. do you, you know, what do you think other people but are it, doing? But, but if you didn't grow up going to the dentist, it's not always a value. Uh, so important. Like only half the population even goes. To sure. The so, yeah. 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 So I think it is that you have to think about that and dig deeper as to you know where have they been? Mm -hmm. Like get to know the patient, sure. right? Sure. You might find out that. They have been terrified of going to the dentist. Absolutely. Which we often assume it's because they don't want to pay for it. Right. But we've got to understand what is their objection and how do we overcome times, it. the payment's really secondary. Yeah. And when you dig deeper, because if you make it financially affordable for mm -hmm. them and they still don't want to do the There's treatment. There's something company, else. you got to dig deeper. Yeah. Right? And I had, had a bad experience as a child. Sure. And you know as well as I have, you've had people who had plenty of money, but they just still didn't want to come. So right. we've got to figure out what it is that, that they consider um, their objection mm -hmm. and then overcome that. Mm -hmm. um, and that requires our part to, to spend some time with them and, and delve into that. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, another <clears throat> good way, I think, to help kind of break down those barriers is I always say, like, have... Have your hygienist come in the room and just do a quick introduction. Sure, sure. So you're passing off that authority to her, right? Absolutely. To her or him mm -hmm. and that authority figure. But I also feel like if they can meet this hygienist and see how friendly and warm mm -hmm. they are, mm -hmm. um, unless they're not friendly and warm, then maybe you should. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unless it's not the Don't friendly and warm that hygienist in the room. <laughs> just kidding. But, but, you know, think about that and have them come in and introduce themselves and and let them know, hey, you know, Vicky's gonna be seeing you when you come back or today if you get done today. Sure, she's sure. great, she's so gentle, you're gonna love her, our patients rave about her. Like you're just breaking down those barriers. Right, like, and then it's, I'm, I'm so glad that you're here. I'm happy to see you. I'll be glad to have you with me today we'll take or something. Great care yeah. of you. Or even then in the panned off to the front desk. Say, so, you mm -hmm. know, I've talked to John or Mr. Smith or whatever that he needs to, the next best thing is to go into to see Susie, our hygienist. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we wanna make sure that that happens. Because oftentimes I think that there's no handoff. It's just right. nobody makes the invitation to the patient. Yeah. That is what happens. You know, if the invitation, we assume, you know, we, we go in assuming that either they're not going to want to, so sit, so I'm not going to say anything about it, and if they decide to ask for an appointment, we'll give them one. Right. You know, that's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, why are we allowing that? You know, we've got them right there in front of us. So I see so many times that there's no mention at all of, uh -uh. you know, here's your here's what you get, we're charging you today for the prescription and the PA. Or call us when it works for you. For restorative yeah but then there's no mention of, sure of so if the value if we are not creating value for our positions and what we do how in the world are they gonna know right you know I think a big part of this too is just communicating to them how it's actually more cost-efficient so if money is really an right. issue right which sometimes it is I understand mm -hmm. that but getting them to understand how coming in for preventative it's a whole lot less expensive yes. than having to now need a root canal or an extraction or any of those things yes. and the loss of teeth and other right. things that go on. So it may not, you know, their, their losses are not just going to be monetary if they right. keep up this, this track. And, and we know that, that people are, are more motivated by that sense of loss than yeah. gain. Yeah. So I think that's really yeah. key that we explain to these patients that we think are just coming in for an emergency. Mm -hmm. Like, 
What do they have? To, what do they stand to lose? Sure. By not coming in more sure. frequently. Sure. And if the, what are the what are the what are their values? To get out of pain? Do they do they want to look pretty? You know, mm -hmm. if you know what's valuable to them, you can relate their situation really to anything. any of that. Yeah. You know, and say you know if it's if it's if it's cosmetics, um, you know if they don't treat their perio disease. They risk losing teeth, which is not usually pretty. Exactly. <laughs> not not pretty. And then, or, you know, or you have to relate to that patient individually mm -hmm. and make an offering. Yes. This is just like any other service. If you're not offering your, your patients fluoride or desensitizers or things that will help them, you're doing them a disservice. If you're not offering that emergency patient the opportunity to come in and become a, a patient in your office, um, I, I think you've, you've dropped the ball. Right. I think it just goes back into listening to them too. sure you know, sure like you know, mr smith i know we haven't seen you in several years and we're going to get you out of pain today right. but let's get you in to see vicky she's great what we found is that our patients that come in more regularly actually pay less sure than the ones that are coming right. in every right. two three years right um so tell me, and if they say no, I think just digging a little deeper, you know, we want to just make sure that we're taking the best care of you. Right. You know, what's, what would be keeping you from doing sure. this? Oh, I just don't have the time. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, now we know we've got something to leverage, right? Right, we right. Can, we can use that and get them to see the value of, hey, you know what? We can get you in, get you out. We can actually do it today, right. save you a trip. Um, and then just letting them know, you know, if you're having to keep coming back just when something's in pain, right? that's time anyway. Sure, sure. So. And all, even on another track, do you have ways to help it be more affordable to that patient? Mm -hmm. You know, look for, don't just drop a, you know, $5,000 treatment plan on them. You know, you may need to break that up into smaller bites or do something mm -hmm. to get them established in your and to see that it's something that they can afford, they shouldn't be fearful of, that right. they're going to be taking good care. You know, whatever it is that applies to them, it is our obligation to overcome that and find right. ways to make it easy to do business in your practice as opposed to making it too tough to come in, you know. I'll never forget, I had this patient one time, and he was, uh, he was coming in as an emergency, so he's on the doctor's schedule, and they were trying to get him to come into my schedule, mm -hmm. and he was there because, you know, something was flaring up. And I came in the room, and I just talked to him, and I really just, it was just a conversation mm -hmm. where I was trying to get mm -hmm. to know him, and he was just said, you know, I'd, I'd love to come see you, Rachel, but I just, I don't have the money to come in and pay for these cleanings. Right. And so... I said, well, tell you what, what if we broke it into payments? I just I hate to see you keep coming in with these issues. If right. we have something we can prevent. And so I, you know, I kind of broke it down for him and he's like, well, yeah, I can, I could definitely manage that. And then, um, but then he still wouldn't schedule and I'm like, all right, so, you know, we made this affordable. So tell me what's really going on mm -hmm. here. And this was like a big burly man. Yeah. And here yeah. I, you know, he probably mm -hmm. didn't want to sit here and tell me, mm -hmm. but he was terrified of the dentist and it took everything you had just yeah. to get him in there. Yeah. Um, so then I told him, you know what, we can, uh, we'll give you a prescription mm -hmm. and have, you know, just have someone bring you. So we did that. Sure. And the first time he came in and saw me and he actually saw how easy it was. And then eventually he didn't even need any prescription right. coming in, but I think you just got to dig and yeah. don't, uh, just stop assuming it's money right. or that they don't care about their teeth. Exactly. Yeah. We make do, that assumption. We and, make and, the assumption. You know, I think a lot of times with these patients, it's, they're, it's almost like they're embarrassed. Sure. At that point, I they probably, it's, like, like, it's been so long. So, I hate for them to come and beat say, me you know up. For, We've had a lot of patients just like you right. that it's just, you know, time gets away from sure. you. And it's been a few years, but you know what? That's, we're so glad you're here now. Sure. We're going to get you back on track. 
Archogenesis is so gentle, you know, just using and, those words. And that effort, it, it may take a little while, mm -hmm. it may, but that effort is going to have them see that they can feel safe and mm -hmm. comfortable and, and become loyal patients. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So I just encourage you guys to think about, you know, what is your conversion rate? You know, right. how, how mm -hmm. many emergency patients are you having come in? Are you able to convert them into hygiene? Do you have a good system for that? Like I think introducing them to the hygienist is a great I like suggestion. That. I love that I've idea. Had a lot That's of very good. That have mm -hmm. started doing mm -hmm. that, and it's really helped because they now they can put a face with a name, sure. and it starts to break down those barriers and, and starts to build that relationship from e the get go. Exactly, mm -hmm. and so you know, have your hygienist help you out with that conversion because it's going to help grow their department as well. And then you know, just making sure that you're getting to know find out what their real objection is. Like, why wouldn't they want to go into right. hygiene? And right. then overcome that. Have your good verbiage ready That's to go. That's the trick, overcoming it. Have what can you do? Yeah, you what can't can you just take find control out. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Scary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure you overcome it as well. And um, go through and just, like I said, I encourage you to think about this. If this is an issue in your practice, come up with some good verbiage to help convert that patient over. Because mm -hmm. it's, it's, essential really. You have sure. a lot of emergency patients and you got to convert them into patients of record. So we hope you enjoyed this episode. We really appreciate you tuning in. Be sure to um, request a consult call from hygieneprofitleaders.com. Um, also email us with any questions or concerns at hpl at schedulinginstitute.com. Um, if you would like a free hygiene analysis, you can email us and we can make that happen and see how your hygiene department's doing. So as always, stay, stay educated. educated.